Welcome to Growth Quest, the business and personal growth podcast for those of us who want to make something of ourselves. The podcast of the next century where iron sharpens iron. I am your host, Mel Solomon, and this is episode number five. What you're listening to currently is the smooth sounds of the smooth jazz all-stars. The original done by The Temptations, the name of the song, Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Everybody knows the chorus by now, and if you don't, you should learn it. Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Wherever he laid his hat was was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. Today, I'm going to be talking about budgeting and time management specifically for my single fathers no that does not mean that if you're a single father or not a single father rather that you have to turn away from the episode there's still going to be things for you to pick up but we're getting rid of that stigma slowly but surely that says that fathers are not prepared to take care of their children because we are stay tuned for the rest of this episode Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Growth Quest Podcast. Today, we're going to be hitting on very two very specific topics, the first being budgeting and the second being time management. When I was a single father for about two, two and a half years, give or take, I didn't have anybody to sit me down and talk to me about the importance of these two topics. When I finally did have somebody, um, I have found somebody that was a little bit older in their 40s um, that became kind of like a mentor to me and I adopted this person as my aunt and uh, been amazing ever since I decided to, to, to do this so I can only fit in a very specific amount of information into these videos before I start losing you so that's one of the things that I encourage you to do is to find someone who's a little bit older but also detached from your situation, meaning they don't have any kind of emotional drawing into your situation um, that you can kind of talk to and bounce ideas off of. This doesn't mean that you grasp onto them as if they are your psychologist. No, this is somebody that you will grasp onto as a uh, somebody that's a mentor to you that you can target and say, this is who I kind of want to, I see myself as a living like. You can bounce ideas back and forth from them, get a little bit of advice, take it all with a grain of salt and choose to use it. If you choose to use it and then if you choose not to, then don't. But that's my first kind of bit of advice on this topic. So if so far you are intrigued by this topic or this idea, please feel free to hit the subscribe button as well as the notification bell. If you're listening to the audio only, go ahead and subscribe or whatever it's called on the platform that you're choosing to listen to this on. So just getting right into my biggest learning curve as a single parent. One of them was eating in instead of dining out. All right. I know better than anybody feeling like you don't have the time. And when you do get home, You are dead to the entire world. You don't want to hear anything from anybody. 
You don't want anybody sitting too close to you. You don't want anybody on you. You just want to sit down and relax and you damn sure don't feel like cooking. Not anything. You'd rather order from the Chinese restaurant and double check and hope that it's the wonton soup and not the bat soup or order that extra large pizza from Domino's. But you can't do that because that $26 pizza for some of you, that's one hour of your time going into the toilet. Quite literally, that's one hour of your time gone down a drain somewhere and flowing into whatever bay or eustery you live next to. That's the God's honest truth. That's how you have to start looking at it. So, dine in, meaning eat in your own house, as opposed to eating out. Now, how can you do that in the most least stressful way to you? Frozen meals. All right. So, when I go grocery shopping and I would make the grocery budget the biggest portion of my paycheck, and I'll explain why. I would buy ahead on those things that I knew that I would have to, to use. So like uh, dish detergent, uh, any kind of cleaning supplies, I would buy ahead on, meaning I would buy either one ahead or two ahead. So I would have two or three, I started out with like three dish detergents and I would use one. That one's down, pick the next one out, Okay, now I need to go buy another one. And I would do the same thing with the detergents. The reason why I would do that is because I, the clothing detergents, but the reason why I would do that is because one, I would never run out. And two, if I got to the point where I felt like I was struggling that much and I couldn't get one during that shopping trip, well, guess what? I gave myself enough cushion and enough opportunity so I don't have to worry about that particular thing, maybe for uh, one or two different shopping periods before I have to write down on my list. I right, now I actually need to go and, and get this. OK, that's going to help you out. But if you choose, like, say, Sunday is your free day. You can make ahead three or four days worth of a meal. And then you can freeze that meal. So you can make spaghetti. You can make a, a pasta salad. You can make different types of sandwiches. Whatever your chosen meal is of the day, stash it in the freezer. So when you come home, all you have to do is pull that sucker out, throw it right back in the oven, and then you're good to go. You don't have to worry about sitting down and cooking dinner. You can also do the same exact thing with your children's lunch. I'm not afforded, excuse me, I'm not afforded free lunch where my child goes to school. So I have to pay for his lunch. So as opposed to giving the county any more money than what I already pay in property taxes and all of that, I'll make my son's lunch and send him to school. And along with that, 
It's something that's personal to him. My father made me school lunch every single day I went to school. My father knew what I was putting in my stomach as opposed to what the school told him that I was putting in my stomach based off of the menu. Whoever made it, they made it. He doesn't know what they're doing in their school kitchens, etc., etc. Okay? So that's, that's two, three things. Buying ahead will help save you money. Two, frozen meals. Choosing a day to prepare several meals throughout the course of the week will save you both time and money. You're not giving that money to anybody else. And it's much cheaper for you to make those meals as opposed to buy one meal that'll last you only for that night and doing that several nights in a row. All right. And on top of that, um, you want to shop discounted prices and you want to shop with coupons. That was the number one thing I had to learn to do was to slow down. Can I get away with buying this? Because certain things I'm just not going to skip on. I'm not going to get the cheapest dish detergent or the cheapest um, clothing detergent that I can get. I'm just not going to do that. I already know that Dawn, all you need is really just a little drop and that sucker sods up. Suds up? Suds up. The sucker suds up. All right, you can clean ducks that got oil all over them with one little drop of Dawn dish detergent. Imagine what you can do with a sink full of dishes. All right, I don't skip out on my soaps. That's not one of the things that I'm looking for the the cheapest price on. But if I need to get condensed milk, all right, I know I can get the great value condensed milk and it'll taste just the same. And whatever I'm making that has condensed milk or evaporated milk or whatever. As opposed to getting the $1.29 can, I can get the little $0.59 cent can. All right? Shop on a budget. If you have coupons, use the coupons. If you see the sale, use the sale. If you've got one of those like MVP cards from Kroger or whatever you go to, swipe it. Swipe it each and every time. Get that price difference. All right. Next thing, shed unnecessary cash burn. Shed unnecessary cash burn. You've got the coupons. You've got the discounts. Now, as you're writing down what your bills are, figure out what the bills are that you actually do need. So on the first, you know that your rent is coming out. On the first, you know you might have to pay your car note, if you have a car note. On the first, you may also have to pay your gas or your electric bill, or both. If you know you have water and all of that, that's your necessary bills. But on top of that, if you're one of those people that's paying $300 for cigarettes, and you know you do that near the beginning of the month, You may want to think about shedding that habit or or really hacking that habit in half. Because I do know a few people that'll pay $300, $400 on cigarettes alone. 
Also, unneeded subscriptions. Go through and see what you're subscribed to that you may not need to be subscribed to. If you got a little young bull running around, or you have a, a little young baby, you might not need Netflix right here and now. There are a crap ton of children's um, centered shows that you grew up on or that they have out now that are on YouTube. It's got a few ads, but it's completely free to watch. You have a PS4, you have some uh, smart TV or whatever you throw YouTube on, put them in front of the TV, educational opportunities galore on a free platform. That's just something to think about. This is all leading up to a very specific uh, purpose. So again, if you're planning ahead in the house, you have to plan ahead outside of the house as well. Living as a single parent may come with some kind of travel expenses. So if you are afforded uh, the ability to raise your child per court order, if the parent, if the other parent lives down the street, you might not have to worry about this next one uh, as much. But for those of us who are afforded court orders, but the other parent lives across state lines and it's hours long drives, you may have to worry about Amtrak. You may have to worry about uh, flights. You may have to worry about Greyhound or if you're the one doing the drive yourself. Save up for any maintenance fees that may occur. If you know that you have to have easy pass, if you know that you have to have gas for your vehicle, if you know that you're going to have to have um, oil changes more often than most majority of the people, start putting money to the side for that. Start putting money to the side for your tire changes now, as opposed to waiting for the tire change to come up, as opposed to waiting for the oil change to come up. And now you're sitting there kicking yourself because you got to pay $70 if you're not doing the oil yourself, which is something else to think about. But you got to pay $70 now all of a sudden and it takes away from something else that you have to uh, take care of. This is all stuff that I do. I, I put to this side and plan ahead for a majority of the things that are coming up. All right. Um, and with that being said, once you figure out, right, you you know what bills you have to pay. You started deciding, all right, I'm going to get rid of these habits that I don't $200 on Lotto. I'm going to get rid of these habits that I no longer need. Start thinking opposite of what the song was that I played at the beginning of this episode. Do not be that Rolling Stone. Do not be that person that leaves your child alone. All right. There's an app that I love. They have a family plan on this app. It's called Acorns. And what you do with the Acorns app is you hook it up to your debit card. When you swipe at a store, it rounds up to the next dollar amount. And it saves up that spare change until it hits $5 and then it'll deposit it into an account. If you're not investing for yourself, at least invest for your kids. 
I don't care if from now until they're 18, you're only able to save up $5,000 for them, right? Through the growth and the, the uh, interest that is acquired through acorns. That's $5,000 that they didn't have to work for that you just saved up for and you handed to them. You could even sit them down and say, hey, this is how I came up with this money. And let me teach you how to grow this 5,000 to 10,000 or just let them have at it. All right. But that's something that you handed to them and they could look at you and say, wow, my father, my pops did this for me. What? Even more should I do for mine when I have mine and they start coming up. And finally, time management, right? Yes, make sure you have the chance and the opportunity to uh, spend with your children. But don't forget about yourself either. Progression never, ever stops. If your kids are watching you do spend your whole life working, that's what they're going to learn. To spend their whole life just working and making ends meet. But if your kids see you organized, you're doing boom, 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 boom. And then you go and you start growing yourself. That's the same thing they're going to do. They're going to follow because you're their first and primary example. So what, what helped with me with time management is to literally do a block schedule. So I knew that I was going to wake up at five. I'd get a quick workout in for me at the house, wake my son up, get him showered and prepared for school. I would then shower and prepare myself for work, drop him off at before school by a certain time, get to my job by a certain time, uh, work, go and visit him on my lunch because I knew he was giving that teacher hell, right? As he got used to also being, which will be another later episode, being in a single parent home. He's unfortunately giving that teacher hell. Um, and then he would go to, to after school from there. I would get off of work finally, take him to karate. Once we got from karate, go into that freezer, pull out of the freezer, boom, put it in the oven. I know for the next hours that's doing what it's doing. He would work on his homework and I would help him with his homework. After that, we would eat. Then it was shower time, bedtime, rinse, lather, repeat, do it all the same way the next day. But I had scheduled that time out. Then on the weekends, I had scheduled that time out. All right. So where he knew what we were going to do. So on the weekends, one of the things that I would I would like to see or that you could consider is to do things that are cheap or free and make sure it's close to home because the second they look at you and you say then they say daddy can i get mcdonald's no we ain't getting mcdonald's we're gonna go in the house all right you don't even have to tell them you just go straight to the house reach into that freezer get that frozen meal that's your tv dinner right there throw it in microwave it whatever you have to do Sit down, get something that you both know that you will enjoy on that Saturday or that Sunday afternoon. Watch it together. Eat together. Second day, knock out and take a nap, depending on what the age is. 
you're good to go. You got to get online, do your online class, whatever you need to do to continue your progression. All right. That can be your time for just you. Make sure you have some kind of you time. But make sure that you time also fits in to that budget. I don't want to keep you guys for too long because I don't want to lose you, but I hope you learned something today. Again, like, share, subscribe, notification bell, etc., etc. If you have any questions, you have anything that worked for you, please comment those below. All right. It's time that we get rid of that stigma that we as men are not able to adequately raise our children as good as women are. This is not a slight against women. But like I said, I wish I had somebody that would have been able to sit me down from the beginning and really, really warn me for what I was getting myself into. But I didn't have that. So this is the opportunity that I'm giving to you. Just a few ideas. I may expand on it again. But this is Mel Solomon. I'm out.